Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Westwood Living Podcast Network. Tom Lydon with you. And this one, I'm going to tell you, episode 64 is going to sound a lot like a radio show because this might be uh, the smoothest voice that you've heard on the other end here. Rula Bacchus is with me. How are you? No pressure. Uh, thank you. Doing just fine. Thank you very much. Well, I appreciate you being here. And I always try to start these conversations by remembering to thank my sponsors for their support. So in all sincerity, without sponsors like you, and there are many, Westwood Living wouldn't exist. So thank you for that. And the support does not go unnoticed. And I'm very appreciative. So no. I appreciate your investments and uh, your investment really in the community, right? That's what yeah, it's all about. That's right. Thank you for the opportunity. So Rula is our expert contributor, not only in realty, but also design. And that's the key that sets you apart, I believe. And yes. that's what was really intriguing to me. And when we talked about you coming on board as an expert contributor, you said, you know, I really want to weave in that design aspect because yes, I have my real estate license and yes, I can walk people through that transaction, but visually, conceptually, you want to work with people to really reinvigorate their lives through reimagining their spaces. Walk me through your thought process. Yeah, so I think um, the difference is when we're you know, walking people through houses and we give them the opportunity to kind of visualize what it can be, not what it is at the moment. Also, I think having a deep conversation before you even start looking and understanding how their lives function. You know, do they have children? Where do they work? What their you know, whole schedule's like and how the house needs to function. Being able to understand that helps me find the right home for them. My background is in design. I went to NC State. I have a bachelor's of design degree from there. I started out in branding. I was working at a branding agency for a very long time. I met my husband at one point and his family was in multifamily investing properties and that's kind of my introduction to real estate and then from there on it just you know I kind of found this beauty of merging design with realty and that's where I'm at now. So when you say design as you just referred to it to me it jumps out as like okay I worked maybe uh, you said branding so you're talking about logos marketing is what jumps to mind yes. to me. So yes. how does that translate to what is now a much bigger passion which is designing a home. Yes. So my degree is in environmental design. So basically when we were taught design, we were taught to think about two-dimensional design in a three-dimensional space. So it's a little bit different from traditional just flat 2D design. I think that kind of honed my skill as far as like understanding the flow of spaces and how people interact with them. I have a minor in psychology, so a lot of that also sort of weaved together. And I think all those things just, I think real estate and design is like the perfect mix. It's, I mean, what else would you want, right? You can walk them through a house and you say, I really need a four bedroom, but I'm only finding threes. Where can I put it? Well, we stand in the space, we walk through and you say, you know what, here's your kitchen. This is where everybody's gonna gather. But you know, over here on the right, this would be a perfect spot and you have the land and you know, you can kind of go through all the rules and stuff for the town and what the availability of that is. It gives people a little bit more, I guess more selection, you know, where they might've been tied into specific things before. So you just talked about an existing home and possibly expanding upon Correct. it. But if you look at the space where we're sitting right now, yes. this, this was home from scratch. did yes. not exist. So to be able to take something and you know redo it, 
whether it's knocking down what currently exists and rebuilding, you really run the full spectrum. So how fun was it for you to put this one together oh, where you and Peter amazing. and your family live? Oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. I mean, obviously, our, I knew what I wanted, having lived in various homes and what I liked and what I didn't like. I was able to sit down and basically it starts from the inside of the home. I feel like architects kind of have a tendency to think more about the exterior of the house and then work their way in. Whereas for me, what I like to do is sit down with people and, and work out the floor plan. How do you want your house to function? And that was, for me, the most fun here because I knew how I wanted my house to function. And then from there, once I had the floor plans, I gave them to an architect and I said, okay, I want you to wrap this and I want it to have this kind of feel to it. And they were able to do that for me. And so this is kind of the outcome from that. So so a bit of a naive question, but there's the real estate aspect of your business and the design aspect of your business. Do you sometimes start a relationship with a client that has nothing to do with, I'm going to move this house, sell this house, put you in a different space and say, hey, I'm going to remodel your home. I'm going to work with you in that regard. Do you do that or no? Um, I was doing more of that before where I was functioning just as like a cons design consultant, just kind of going in and saying, all right, they tell me, well, we're thinking about this. What do you think? So I would go in and then I would hook them up with the right builder or if they want like an interior designer, like I don't do furniture and curtains and things like that, but I have a lot of resources. So I would kind of pair them up with those people and then I would just consult along the way and kind of help them project manage. Now what I'm trying to do is focus more on the real estate aspect and how the design can supplement that and make it better. You just uttered a key word, which is resources. And to me, that equals a network. And I remember when I was first introduced to you, it was Tanner Payne who said, you got to meet Rula. She knows everybody. And I think knowing as many different people as you can and understanding what they do is what makes your business successful. It's what makes my business successful. I can say, Rula, you got to work with Rick. Rick, you got to work with PJ. How much has that made a difference in your world? I, I think it's huge. I think it's the core of the business. I think that if you're doing your job right, your business is going to come from referrals because you really, they can see that you really care about your work. And so those resources, you can meet people, but it's maintaining those relationships. And I think when you meet people that really care the same way that you care about your business, you create this lasting bond. And so your network just grows organically. So one of the things you have the opportunity to do is write educational articles once every quarter in Westwood Living. And yours are different, and I like them, because they have, the first one you wrote came in with a little bit of style. You know, I'm a, a fan of uh, just writing a little bit differently where you can. And yours came in, and you bolded a couple of words, and I loved it. So you took the assignment seriously, and your second one is now going to be featured in the October issue, which is great. So two-pronged question. One, how you view the opportunity of being able to write every quarter. And then number two, what specifically you wrote about here in October? I really enjoy being able to reach so many people and educate them. I do feel like I have a lot of knowledge to offer on various aspects of the real estate and design world. It's just a great avenue to get and reach people. This next article is actually about the new stretch energy code that was brought in in January and how it's affecting people who are deciding to stay in their homes and renovate them versus buy a new home because obviously the inventory is very low right now so a lot of people are saying okay what are my options and so that's what this article is going to be about like you know things that you need to think about and how this stretch energy code has changed what is going to be required of your project it'll be a very interesting read let me get a little bit in the weeds on that because it was a topic i didn't even know much about you live and breathe it 
I don't. So when I saw this, I was like, what the heck is this? You're going to get that reaction. People are going to say, I don't even know what this is. So hopefully that gets them to dive in. But just give us a little tidbit about things people should be thinking about as it relates to this stretch energy code. With new construction, the guidelines have um, expanded, meaning the efficiency of the home, how you heat it, how you cool it, thinking about the environment, using low voltage um, lighting, things like that. The difference for the people that I think that it's going to affect the most is the people who are doing the renovation projects. And so what the code is saying is that if you're renovating over 50% of your home, that you're going to have to meet some of these standards, whereas before you didn't. So I think it's really important that when people start the renovation project that they're using a builder who is very knowledgeable about this because it can cause a lot of delays and it can cost, it can actually increase your costs. So budgeting, like it's very, very important. Getting the education first before you start your project and planning, you know, they say measure twice, cut once, that's what this is. Yeah, one thing we haven't talked about yet is your Greek heritage. Oh, yes. <laughs> Number one, we're <laughs> sipping on this unbelievable, delicious Greek coffee, which is great. Thank you so much. But secondarily, Artemis Realty and Design, that is the name of your company. So take us back to when you named your company and the significance of Artemis. So Artemis is the goddess of hunt and the protectress of the forest. Aside from it being part of Greek mythology, I grew up in the South in North Carolina and my father is a big hunter. So I grew up, you know, shooting guns, bows and arrows, stuff like that. And so Artemis reminds me of my father. And so being away from my family, it's kind of a personal tie to them, a connection. So whenever I see it, I'm reminded of my family, of my heritage, and it just kind of ties it all together. And, you know, being a strong female figure as well doesn't hurt. So love it. Can we jump down the North Carolina state rabbit hole a little bit? Sure. So absolutely. There are some key things from my youth that I remember from North Carolina state, most notably Jim Valvano and the Wolfpack winning the national championship (laughs) in 1983. I don't know whether you were old enough to remember that, but how much does that resonate with that school? And of course, Valvano went on to uh, give that unbelievable speech at one of the first ESPYs and it has such a lasting legacy. I've never been on campus, but what was the experience of going to NC State like? And I know I sort of put you in that one column. I'm sure it was yeah. much broader than that, yeah. but my experience is Jim Valvano and the Wolfpack. Yeah, I mean, it was a little bit after, you know, before I went in, but... Um, oh, I didn't anticipate yeah, you'd be there no. in 1983. <laughs> like, Come on now. But at least you might have remembered <laughs> yeah. watching. Yeah, no, I remember watching and I remember, you know, even after, like, you know, even while I was there, like you said there was these long-term effects and I did think that it brought this sense of unity the campus because it's a huge campus you know there's like 40,000 students like it's massive and there's the brickyard which you would find you know I I think there was one time when they had a basketball game and somebody had a life-size cutout of Alvano there (laughs) so I don't know like I don't know it affected me as much because in the design school design school is very small we were only 99 students in my class the rest of the campus was kind of on the other side. You remind me a little bit of my dad because he was a chemistry major yeah. and he went to Seton Hall. He's like, yeah, there were eight of us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> So yeah. you are in your own little world in that regard. You are, yeah. So let's talk about Westwood and what drew you here. And you know, here comes a girl from North Carolina. You get pulled up to the Northeast. How does this happen? And how do you settle on Westwood as the landing spot? Well, so it's, you know, I'll make a long story short. At least I'll try. When I graduated from college, I went to work in London for a little while. And while I was there, I kind of fell in love with the architecture there. And uh, when I came back, I went to interview with different ad agencies around the country. And one of them was here in Massachusetts, in Concord, actually. 
But I fell in love with the row houses on Com Ave because they reminded me the most of London. So that's what kind of drew me to Boston to begin with. And there was a very international group of people um, in downtown Boston. And so I worked at that agency. And then, you know, eventually I met my husband and we were in West Roxbury before we came to Westwood. Um, and his parents actually lived in Westwood. And that's how we ended up transitioning into Westwood. Got it. So how's the experience been? You've got kids. They're in the school system. Oh, it's wonderful. In the 24 years that I've been here, this is probably the closest I've come to home, which is saying a lot. I call myself a hybrid model now because I feel half northern, half southern, and I try to bring the best of both worlds together. Do you have visions, wishes, things you'd like to see Westwood achieve, accomplish over the next five, ten years? If you've been here for a quarter of a century, you've seen a lot. You've seen a lot of development. You've seen a lot of growth of traffic, <laughs> among other things. Yes, but, yes. But, I mean, even, I've talked to so many people about the, it's almost cliche now to say how great the new Islington area looks, obviously. So, beyond that, building on that, what do you view as next? I'd love for there to be a central meeting place for our youth. You know, and I know that there's a lot of, excuse me, a lot of buildings that are kind of turning over right now. And I would love to see the community sort of come together and create a space like that. Right now, the kids all kind of go to all town and to the library, which is fine. But I would love to, there to be like a central place where the community can kind of meet and congregate. How do people get in touch with you if they want to reinvent their space if they want a consultation if they're thinking about sure. a move or thinking about yeah. you know the energy bill <laughs> how do they reach they, out to you um, well you can uh, if you google rule of Bacchus, you will find me in many many different venues but i would say you could go to my website which is artemisrealtygrp.com through the website you can find various ways to contact me so well, easy. this was very well-timed because you do have an article in the October issue and I will have this business profile featured in the November issue. So boom, boom, you got a nice little hit here in October and November. So thanks, number one, for the coffee, which is as always delicious, for your hospitality, which You're is very unmatched. very welcome. And for being a supporter of what we're doing with Westwood Living. I really Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you, Tom. That is Rula Bacchus. Of course, if you can ever think of anybody else you'd like me to have a conversation with, reach out. Very simply, send an email to tleiden at bestversionmedia.com. That's how it starts. I run with it. I contact the person. We have a conversation. And we then upload that conversation here to the Westwood Living Podcast Network. But for now, that's the very latest from the kitchen of Rula Bacchus from the Artemis Realty Group. This is Tom Leiden, and thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. 